friends, how's it going? Zig coming in at the top of the episode. Today we have Downgrade joining us. Um, not much to plug. March 20th, Downgrade, Jay Sparrow and the Lost Boys, Negative Space, be there. Here's Downgrade. Alright friends, you're tuned into the Zig at the Gig podcast. I'm hanging with Downgrade. If you guys can introduce yourself one at a time. Hello, I'm Matt. I play the drums. Dave, guitar, vocals. Uh, Danny, I play the uh, bass. How you guys doing today? Good, real good. Um, yeah, it was cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Good, uh, good day. Chilling. Ah, all right. So March twentieth. March twentieth. Downgrades yeah. playing negative space at the showcase with Jay Sparrow and the Lost Boys. Now, I've known you guys all, especially Matt, yeah. for a long time, and like since, school. since yeah, you were you were the upper class man. That's right. <laughs> Freshman. <laughs> I never felt that, though, with you guys. I never oh, got no. that, like, weird, like, high school drama thing. It was always cool. Yeah, I kind of felt that way. Yeah, same way. <laughs> like, I don't, maybe it was different when you were going through it. But for me, my experience of it was, like, these guys are cool. We're all cool. But let's talk about where Downgrade came from. Uh, pretty much, uh, we all started jamming, our big, big group of friends, you know. And uh, we started to write some songs out of our long improvised jams, you know, started turning it into a little project, you know. It's been about two years, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we've been playing, uh, playing for like a year under the downgrade name, you know, started yeah. making it official, gotcha. putting the stamp down, you know. And was this kind of like a, so you guys have all, you guys all kind of collaborate in different projects. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, like, it's a big group of us, man. It's probably, like, 10 or 12. And, I mean, there's so many different bands between all of us. So, yeah, no, we definitely coll- yeah, collaborate a lot. And was it what brought this trio together compared from the others? Was it just who was around? Or? Um, pretty much. I mean, Matt's a killer fucking drummer. And oh, then, I mean, me. <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Me, me and Danny been, uh, I don't know, good buds, you know. So it's just it fruition, you know, properly. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, he helped me learn how to play. So I mean, it kind of just, you know, when he when he we would play together, it just kind of happened. Really, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of happened. You kind of just started picking up the bass not too long ago. Oh, uh, it's been like five years now. Five yeah, years. Yeah, I started off like in Dave's uh, Dave's garage. Gotcha. I think, and then I just picked it up one day, and then he helped me, you know, truck along, and then through that I met Smat and met everyone else. Yeah, was there some? Danny was in Dave's garage. I remember yeah. he was just starting out oh, with bass, yeah. and yeah, he's really come a long way. Yeah, just a young buck. (laughs) Was there something about that instrument that was like, I can manage that, or? Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I just remember playing it, and it was really more just like, you know, just like motivational words for friends. I just touched, and Dave was like, "Dude, keep doing that." I was like, "All right," and then he let me take it home. He let me take it home, and then you know, when I I first saw Danny's fingers wrapped around the bass, it was like, "Oh my god, they're massive. They look like Jimi Hendrix, like hands, big long, big long fingers." Your, your songwriting style when you're freestyling makes me think of Hendrix. Like you just got this tone with your voice Appreciate that it. rings a Hendrix tone. I don't know. Um, I should. Well, and you guys have all come up to the depot. I run the mic night for our listeners at Aces Depot every Thursday in Olmsted Falls. So we've all kind of jammed and like I've seen random, not random, but other projects come and play. And uh, so there's kind of a collective, right? Studio Mind. Yeah, yeah. Studio Mind. Yeah. So you want to 
elaborate on that for our listeners? Yeah, Studio Mind. Uh, that's our buddy, um, Sean Henze. He's running that, you know, with help from our other friends. And yeah, like I said, it's pretty much 10 to 12 of us that all collaborate, play music together. Um, yeah, we're just trying to get it going any which yeah. way we can, you know, any it's, direction. It's yeah. a, um, um, a studio, recording studio. Yeah, it's a recording studio. Yeah, he can mix his masters. Yeah. Do it all. Yeah, exactly. Your Pretty audio much. Needs. All in house. But it's also it's dude, so Studio Mind is uh in Olmsted Falls, right off of uh Cook and Barton. Yeah. Yeah. And that that it's in an old car like a repair garage, right? Yeah. Or a, a body old auto body shop or whatever it was before. So it's like a three bay, yeah, large garage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I remember going in elementary school. I had my bus would have to go over that bridge and turn around, so I would see that building twice or four times a day, right? And I'm just always like, wonder what goes on in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's to funny. Be asked to come, and I think I was jamming with Juan Yamo, or I came there for the first time, not realizing that's where Studio Mind mm-hmm. was, and I'm like. <gasps> I'm going in there, man. <laughs> yeah. you get to see After it. all this time. After all these years. <laughs> and I couldn't be more happy that it's such a amazing, creative space that has been in that you guys have taken it over because that's a cool looking building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so how'd you guys get involved with that? Where did your, so this is Sean's project, but where did you guys help pick it up, help? Um, well, pretty much, I was going to say, uh, I mean, like, we're just getting this band stuff going, but, um, I mean, Sean's put out some live demos for us, and, um, yeah, I don't know, it's it's mainly his thing, like, the recording aspect yeah. of it, and then, I don't know, we just play, we just <laughs> like enough. playing, yeah, like playing music. How long have you known Sean? Does this go back to high school? Oh, high school, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was he, now, what's Sean play? Does he play, or is he just Sean Jones. Yeah, no, he's a talented drummer, for sure. I was just talking to Jay about, yeah. there's this thing with drummers. And I think there's this thing with the drummers becoming producer, recording uh, artists or engineers. Like there's this thing where you're like hearing everything go on. So you're at this like high point and you're like, I, I think I know how this should sound out there. I, I, there's like some vision of, yeah. gr- like, of, of, of a grand plan of what's going on. Yeah. And I think drummers got that key seat where they can see that yeah, pan out. Yeah. Well, also not to mention if you're a drummer and you're not getting a good mix at a gig, uh, that kind of makes you want more control. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, because you want to make sure you can drive that ship, and like, mm-hmm. that's a everyone's following you. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no. All right. So you kind of just you've known Sean. He started Studio Mind. Yeah, I started the Studio Mind, and then I mean, pretty much through all of us, I think we kind of have this like little DIY thing yeah. going on, and like it's just we do it do it ourselves, you know. And I mean, promote ourselves, try and get friends in there, collective, you know. And I would even personally love to, you know blossom into having my own studio maybe one yeah. day and helping out it's friends like and doing the thing yeah exactly just putting music out you know what i mean it's it's positivity in yeah. the world you know literal positivity you're sending out you know that's awesome now um with dave with you what drew you to the guitar i mean for Dave, for danny it was because you had the bass <laughs> like, <laughs> it's funny. i actually no well the bass i put in danny's hands was like mine that that was yeah. my bass i got started playing when i was 15 you know just get basic rhythm and then yeah i moved to guitar yeah. and i could only play leads for the longest yeah. time it's really funny yeah and then uh yeah i don't know just started songwriting you know what i mean that's when was that what brought upon that 
was there a person was there a thing and like no i think it's just kind of it seemed attainable all the records i listened to yeah. you know what i mean a lot of the times who's guys, that oh bunch of people dinosaur jr cure nice. built to spill modest mouse uh yeah all that 90s alternative yeah yeah but yeah. good some goodies though yeah built for sure sonic so youth awesome. yeah sonic yeah. youth and i think not to discredit or uh, i want to put more merit to like you're like picking up of the base, like hanging with your friends. Like when your friends start to do something that's creative and like exciting, and like when you don't know how to do that, sometimes it becomes this thing where I'm not good enough. I don't want to get involved. I'm gonna go do my thing and kind of lose my friends. 100%. Or there's this like beautiful thing that happens and you get involved and you start to learn a little bit about yourself and how you can fit in with that and like. And when you're hearing it all the time, you know, I was fortunate yeah. to hear it. People yeah. doing it, so I feel like that helped. You know, you just just lucky. You know, just to hear in it, and yeah. I think that's really cool. And I think mm -hmm. it's really cool to, to like have to get your friends involved, and like I'm going to teach them, I'm going to nurture them, because like it's a lot easier nowadays. They're going to be like bass player Craigslist. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, like, Danny's the true testament of just, like any human can play music. You know what I mean? Like. Never there's a musician yeah. and everybody you know for sure it's just like tap, tap, tap. like if you do that man you can play guitar you can play yeah. bass yeah. you can draw Definitely. Them, yeah. and it's it's easy it's fun it should be it shouldn't be it, this it, whole it, yeah exactly like i feel like anything in life if it's forced man it's just like i, I don't know tell. i feel like people can pick up on that it's just, yeah it's a turn off it is you know that's why it's nice that we we're all friends to begin with like everybody's cool with each other Makes makes life easy yeah, for us. For sure. Yeah, hundred percent. But that's such a cool like in today's culture. There's like there's like a, at least digital. There's it's so much easier to put someone down and be like, lame, shitty. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's it. Like when you step out and start playing gigs and stuff, you learn to be a little more just just be respectful. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's mm -hmm. their vibrations they're putting. I if you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. You know what I mean? It's just. Did you have an experience where that respect came to a, like, was there a particular gig where you learned that respect? Um. Actually, yeah, I guess <laughs> I was gonna say. I, I guess maybe weekend. a few days ago, yeah, yeah, we totally just played like our worst gig ever. Yeah. But Where it was, was that at? Uh, oh man, the symposium, symposium in Lakewood. But I, I mean, yeah, lesson uh, learned. You know what I mean? You can't. What happened? If you got... like, man, like, we... like I just mentioned about uh, having a bad mix. Like I okay. couldn't hear anything out of the monitors, and we were kind of we we got rushed. We had cuts. We had to cut songs. It was just pretty unexpected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, th those happen, like, yeah. especially in spots that, like, you know, like the symposium. I've played a lot of, a lot of gigs in the fantasy and the symposium, and they've gone through a lot of stuff. And like, I think they're on up now with the new, new whoever bought it out. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they're gonna start doing that. some yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. I think it's a foundry lady. Um, but there's always when you bring all this stuff and you're depending on this thing and you're now relying on a third party who just is seeing your faces for the first time yep. like there's there's definitely respect that you gotta like give and take from all this yeah 100%. so the sounds going the monitors are bad yep and you're getting cut songs was it just like well, how were the other was there other bands on the bill was it like a cluster or uh yeah no they killed it i mean yeah yeah there's three um, other bands but gotcha. there was a lot of gear like it took us a while to get our gear, like my drums especially, just because there was a huge pile of gear on the door <laughs> yeah. for the load-in. In that little space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in that corner. So that didn't help. But I think those are all good it's experiences. Exactly, mm -hmm. yeah, it needed to happen, you know. Learning every step of the way. <laughs> for sure. Like, I, in high school, I remember coming to this realization of balance, 
Like, for every shitty thing, there's going to be a good thing. And for every good thing, there's going to be a bad thing. And for me, I was just like, okay, this gig's... I've had plenty of awful, <laughs> awful gigs. I think it and happens like, everybody, man. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. And, like, even gigs where you're being told, you suck. And you're like, how do you mentally have... That didn't happen, did it? No, okay. no, no, no. But if it, but, oh, but we knew it sucked. We knew it <laughs> yeah, sucked, and yeah, that, that's not even being too harsh, man. That's just being real. But it, again, man, I'm glad it happened. Almost, it's like, hopefully, that will never happen again. We had you know great I mean? shows, we'll, a couple great shows before that, so yeah, we were very well rehearsed. So yeah, what happens, just happens, happens. Whatever. And like, there's always like, there's that men, there's that thing where exactly the whatever thing. Not too many people, like a lot of people, will hit that. And be like, oh, that was awful. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> but then there's a certain like mentality and like a certain learned experience that takes a takes you through that and gives you that mentality of whatever. Next one's probably gonna be better. Like, mm-hmm. was there a point in any of your guys's like musical journey that kind of prepared you for that? Like, besides last night, like m- just even like doing the acoustic and the songwriting thing. You get that even in my band. I'll show them a song and be yeah. like, "Yeah, I don't know about that one." Well, and that, that's kind of like a thing. You're like, oh. "Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, not everything's got to be used. You know what I mean? It's just sure. an idea, and that's I, I kind of like just accumulating all these ideas. Like, you you don't got to put it on a record. You don't have to play it live. Yeah, it's just there. It exists, though. It's something to call on. You know, sure. and that's the thing, though. As a songwriter, man, you you write a song, you fall in love with it, you love playing it, and then you get burnt out on it. <laughs> just to write new ones and come back to it so it's just man you gotta keep writing songs I think everyone you know just just keep writing was it no I definitely agree with that for sure um Matt what's up (laughs) no (laughs) you've been playing drums for a long time when was your journey into drums I kinda I've been focusing on these two I want you to well I got a uh child's toy drum set when I was uh, like four or five years old for Christmas and I beat the heads off of it and there was one day I came home from school and I saw it sitting by the curb yeah. it was in the garbage because I destroyed it <laughs> and I dragged it back to the house when I was five years old and I'm like you're not getting rid of this drum set yeah <laughs> but yeah I've more or less been kind of half-assed playing music since I was a little kid I, you know I had guitars and drum sets and yeah but I always never took a lesson. I've always yeah. been interested in just figuring things out on my own. Would you just listen to it, play it? Just listen to music, get excited, and then just go wail on the drums. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Did you, do you still have that old kit? No, unfortunately. <laughs> it, was, it was made out of, like, aluminum. It was pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> so when did that evolve into, like, I'm really... So it sounds like you dabbled in a bunch of different type of just music in general. Yeah, so after the drum set, I got uh, a couple guitars, played yeah. guitar for a little while, same thing, just try to teach what myself. What age? What age are you? This is like 7 to 10. Okay. And then, well, 7 to like 13. And then in middle school, I still play guitar, but then I got recruited to play drums in another band. Called? Oh, what was it called? Fresh Out? That was it, yeah, Fresh Out. We all had uh, pseudonyms, it was great. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, is that where Smat came from? No, no. Well, that was from that group of friends, but my, my, my uh, pseudonym in the band was uh, Phantom X. <laughs> what? Yeah. I am not forgetting that. Phantom yeah. X. Phantom X. It's a mystery, you know. <laughs> that's awesome. So you're playing with Fresh Out, and that's with Aaron and... Um, Aaron, uh, there's uh, Tim, Tim Patrick, Fox. and... Pat. Oh, man. Yeah, he played bass, right? Yeah, Pat played who bass. Play, who played... Uh, what did Tim oh. play? 
Tim played. Oh wait, Tim sang. Yeah. He was Randy Spaceman. <laughs> I remember that band so well. I like, know it's funny. It's good, good, good times in middle school playing that classic rock cover. And that took you to high school too, right? Right, right up in like freshman year, I think. Because I think grade. we played. Did we play some community center shows or something? We probably. Yeah, I think we did. I, I was playing in a band called the Deadbeats. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. But um, so after Fresh Out, where'd you go? Because I haven't seen you for a while after high school. Right. And like, then we crossed paths at one of my mic nights and you were drumming and I was so excited that you were drumming. <laughs> like, I remember that was at the five o'clock in Lakewood. That yeah, yeah, night. that's right. Cause, cause, oh yeah, so I lived there for a while. That was after high school. Yeah. Um, I lived in Lakewood for a few years, moved back to Olmstead Falls. Saw you again at your open mic nights yeah. out there. Um, Aces Depot every Thursday night. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> like we were talking about the Studio Mind, I've known Sean for a while. We've uh, lived together. I've been helping him out with what he's doing. And uh, yeah, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, with music, where did that take you? Like, oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, getting with Studio Mind now, uh, being with those guys that had you know my drum set, got a new drum set, got yeah. more gear had places to jam when we lived together and that's what we've been doing ever since beautiful <laughs> and it's picking it up and now we're in downgrade and we're here at correct. negative space in the gallery correct the what's a gallery. as far as a downgrades upgrade what do you guys got going in the future we got it we got an ep coming our way do we got it so uh, do we got been thinking about that yeah honestly um i think just play as many shows right now yeah yeah and write more songs Cool. Maybe put something out in like a year or so, maybe, you know? That's a good way to do that. Yeah, I don't want to rush anything, you know what I mean? I don't want to... I feel like people put so much pressure on themselves. Like, oh, let's write an album. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be done in three weeks. Four. You know what? You, like, you have all the time in the world to For find sure. your sound and style and put it out. So well, We're refining our, our music every time we practice, too. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool to be in that environment and that lack of like stress and just being able to be creative. Because that's, that's why we're here to do it, right? 100%. Oh, yeah. Gotta have fun. All right, guys. Well, I, man, this has been fun. Thanks. This has been, yeah, this has been awesome. having us. Thank this you guys blast. for yeah. hanging out for the whole day. Um, usually, I end the interview by asking bands, like, what's your spate? How do you handle being told you suck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you've been told you, what was the mental thing? But I think we kind of, we yeah, kind of I think covered we touched, that. Yeah. Not that, I don't mean that you guys, you guys rock. That would, that's not my opinion at all. I don't know what happens to us but, all, man. Like, out there. I don't know what I would say. I mean, I mean, Promise already has, prom you know, we're promising we suck, so we can't say that. So, yeah. I mean, that's like, a solid thanks, slogan. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but there's definitely a thing, like, because as a musician, you live for, and I don't, I don't know if you've done any acoustic gigs, but like when you're just playing by yourself and you live for this, just some dude being like, yeah, cool. And if you don't get that, you start to like, in your mind, for like, sure, I am, you, you have this inner battle. Yeah. But then the, at the end of it, there's always this, at least for me, there's this thing that keeps me like, all right, next one won't. And it seems like you guys have that mentality. But for friends, I have some friends that are like, and I'm a teacher, and like so, I think the best way to like express these <coughs> mentalities is by leading by example and hearing people that are doing it and listening to what they have to say. Because there's there could be a little thing, a little nugget within your truth that resonates with someone else's mm -hmm. truth that I couldn't say or you or Matt couldn't say or Danny couldn't say, but or like Agreed. vice versa. Yes. So there's, I don't know if you guys got any of those last golden nuggets to drop before we wrap it up, but. 
about just maintaining like plowing through like oh, that well, like drive so, even if somebody was to say that you suck like i mean you, you know how you did i think you're not you're not going to kid yourself so yeah. even if somebody did say you're already going to feel like i can do better than that and that's mm -hmm. why you know you're not going to quit that's so it's the mint it's the space it's like fuck i gotta fix some shit yeah. it's just always being in that space i guess of constant breakdown repair build up mm -hmm. rebuild you know, because we're our biggest critics, you know. So at the end of the day, we, yeah, like Smith said, we know, you know, we know what we need to do and change it up, you know. Definitely. It's funny, man. Yeah, you even explore and find some new records and you find a cool sound. You're like, man, I, I want to put that in my, <laughs> into my music. You know, it's yeah, a never-ending cycle. Like, what was that note? What was that note? Yeah. Bam, exactly. bam, 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 that one! That's it. All right, Downgrade. Thank you yeah, guys thanks, so much man. for hanging. Negative Space Art Gallery, Cleveland, Ohio, March 20th, Downgrade. Jay Sparrow, it's all going down. <laughs>